What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Theory Premed. Theory Premed is a podcast following the journey of three premed students, Mo, Todd, and Nathan. We talk about our paths and experiences as we bring in guests who will connect premeds worldwide. If you are thinking about med school or healthcare, our podcast will give you the ultimate student perspective. Also, thank you to Chabin Radio for giving us a space to record today. Episode two <laughs> of the day. Yep. <laughs> so at this point, normally we would talk about um, what we did this week, how our week was. But since we are recording two episodes in one day, I listen think... listen to episode 16 and you'll hear it. Yeah, listen to episode <laughs> 16 first and then come here. If you Wait, already. wouldn't it be... Oh, was it episode 16 or 15? Yeah, just yeah, 16. Because yeah. okay. last one we didn't do a script. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's one. right. That's right. So instead of talking about our weeks, uh, well, I thought that it would be really fun to instead talk about a hypothetical question that I uh, Googled. So <laughs> uh, what it is, is you have magically received a million dollars, but you have to spend it in 24 hours. What is your plan? Uh, and then also just like to add on to that, we talked about it and we were like, okay, no loopholes like giving it giving it to someone mm-hmm. and then asking for it back at the end of the day or you know putting it in like an investment mm-hmm. or something like that it like, has to be on like a physical you thing. have to literally spend it get the receipts for it like, yeah um yeah I, I like the the idea of uh, talking about a hypothetical instead of our weeks because we had a lot of fun uh talking about some like thought-provoking questions uh in our plan our host with no plan episode if you guys haven't watched that it's a really fun one. We talked about like the boat paradox. So make sure you catch up on that one. We'll have another episode kind of like that coming up. Um, Med school student loans. <laughs> so, yeah, what would you guys do? Does anyone, Mo, do you want to start? Or Nathan, do you want to start? Nathan, have Nathan start. start this yeah, time. Nathan's what start. would you do? Sure. You had a million dollars, but you had to spend 24 hours. Man, I kind of have to think about this on the spot because I literally did not think about this. Um, Man, uh, I guess yeah, college makes sense, but that's that's no fun. That's yeah, that's come not on, man. Fun. Come on. Yeah, um, man. Like, okay, the crazy thing is, like, a million dollars in today's world isn't like as much as it feels like it is. If that makes sense, like, like well, I don't. I'd be pretty no, happy. With no, it. obviously, <laughs> it's a lot of money, right? But like, relatively speaking, to like how everything is, how much everything costs, like a house, things like that, like, especially in California, I feel like. You just, it, it won't last long. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That okay. makes sense? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess I would I would buy a house, um, but that's only like half of it. Well, um, I mean, uh, Honestly, not, okay, you're yeah. right. It's not. It's really not. I don't even think you could buy. I don't think you could buy a house. Not a good I don't know. House. Like, I guess you, it'll be a good not down payment, like a solid down payment. Yeah, but then like, but then what money are we going <laughs> to use to pay the rest <laughs> of it? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, okay. I mean, maybe yeah, like a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, one bedroom, two bedroom apartment. Yeah, two. I guess two bedroom would be Rent good. Rent it out. Mm-hmm. But you have to spend it in twenty four hours. Yeah, right. So you buy you just buy, buy a year's worth of rent. I, I guess I just do the the Jeff Bezos thing and just go to space. Like uh, I, think, <laughs> I think Jeff Bezos spent a little bit yeah, more a little than more a than million, million dollars. <laughs> maybe a lot more. Yeah, that's true. That uh, is. It's it's a lot of money, but you can't like do the crazy things with it, like buy yeah, a mansion yeah. or like uh, go to space. Um, but what would you do? Okay. Do you, Mo, Mo, you do have, you have something? something? Yeah. Okay, I think like if it's just like your random, like super random thing, and like this is my inner child coming out, is I would literally just go to the Lego store, and just <laughs> buy like every Lego that I think is like cool. Okay, but you, that's not a million dollars. No, so yeah. you still got more. So Go I would her. be able to buy a lot of Legos, right? That's right. Okay. And then on top of that, I would um, 
probably go to, um, I don't know, like crazy amusement park or something, rent it out. The whole thing? Like, yeah. Okay. With just like friends yeah. and stuff. Um, I'll probably have, still have like leftover. Sure. So, right? Yeah, sure. You still got a little bit left. Over. No, to go to the amusement park, I would take a private jet, right? Okay. Party on that private jet. And then, um, <laughs> That's cool. obviously, no drugs, no alcohol. We're still underage. So you go to, like, <laughs> Disneyland <laughs> in Florida or something? Oh, yeah. yeah like, which, like okay, yeah, which one? Which one? You have to pick one. Is, isn't there, like, a super, like, big Disneyland? Uh, Disney World, yeah. Or in in Florida? Like, Florida? No, no. Outside of the United States, I think. Uh, I mean, there's, there's other Disneylands. Yeah, there's. I think there's but one is, in Europe. Is Disney World the biggest one? I have no idea. I think it is. You know, but I'd, one I'd go to Disney World, right? Disney World. Rent it out. No one else is there except me and my friends, right? No lines, none of that like annoying stuff. And I just go on every single ride, like all the food we want, just like okay. there. That's um, pretty cool. I think that would get get you pretty close to a million dollars. I mean, yeah, honestly, I think. I think that like that might be a little bit more. I mean, because honestly, really? those places might make more than a million dollars every day. That's true. They would have to like because they are charge like, you the amount. Well, that they the thing make. is, for Disney World, if you rent it out at night, it's a completely different story because they're not making money at night. They're not. Like if you if you buy oh like, yeah rent yeah it out yeah overnight. actually because I know oh, okay, yeah. like Disneyland right Near yeah us, yeah they close they, at ten they do that the, you, I think you could rent out like for weddings and things like that mm-hmm. nighttime it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I think I'm looking it up. That's cool. Well, I'm not. I think I'm looking. I am looking it up, and it seems like it. Yeah, that, that looks about about right. That would be actually a really fun day. It's go, like after hours. Go to Legoland, buy everything you want, right? Mm-hmm. From Lego or from the Lego store. Take oh. a private jet with like your friends and stuff. Wait. What? <laughs> it says that one rider attraction is fifty thousand dollars for four hours. <laughs> what does that mean? What? Just like. That's one. Mean, like one ride. You can rent out one ride for four hours, and it costs fifty thousand. Fifty thousand for one ride? Mm-hmm. What about the entire like place? Is that well, you can rent out areas like Adventureland and Downtown Disney for prices starting right on at around two hundred fifty thousand. You could not rent wow. out the whole park for a million. But let's just say you could. Maybe yeah. you could. Yeah. Yeah. You could, yeah. Wow. yeah. Maybe maybe Mickey Mouse is feeling very generous <laughs> that day. You know. That is. Crazy. I think that's a good way to spend it. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. 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 Just a a very great day. Yeah. yeah, honestly, no regrets. It was really never my fun. money to start off with, so true. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I can go next. I can go next. Go so, for it. I one thing I would do is plan out my meals for sure. Like I would have like a super great That's, breakfast, lunch, that and dinner. That is so smart. I would probably I would take a jet and fly. Uh, I don't even know. Fly somewhere that is basically like. Japan. Yeah, and or somewhere I could get it. I don't know where I can get a really good breakfast, honestly. Wagyu steak. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, definitely something that I would I would want. But like the those really expensive um, like sushi like yeah. experiences, I feel like having one of those would be would be amazing. Um, and then I'd probably want to hit maybe a couple of those like Michelin star restaurants. That's right. <laughs> that would be so fun. I love that you're spending the whole thing on food. Uh, not, not all of it. I'm just saying this is, this <laughs> is not, yeah, this is not going to be too much of a million dollars. I don't probably think. Probably not like 200 maybe. You're at. Uh, yeah. And then also um, like end the day off with some sort of like maybe Korean barbecue or like some sort of <laughs> other sushi thing. I feel like. Um, It'll be full by the end of the day, dude. I, I'd figure it out. I'd figure it out. Uh, other than that, I feel like maybe I would. I feel like I'd want to buy something that would last me. Like that would last me. 
you know goes. actually one thing i'll look at how much how much does a private jet cost oh it's it's a is, lot it, more is it more than, than a million <laughs> okay that's what i'm thinking <laughs> it's like up there. no it's not more than a million a private jet so. can cost anywhere from two million to over a hundred million oh that's buying the, the jet itself and they're like a private jet that's like a million two million but then yeah it's like the ones with the little propeller in the front oh I feel like, like you'd also have to ones. like buy like licenses and like Gas, a place to like hold like, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's so maybe maybe more. not not the whole jet, but <laughs> you just rent it. Only a seat in a jet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But maybe like maybe a car. I feel like because a car you can get a really nice car for less than a million dollars. I mean, yeah. Is insurance <laughs> on it though. Yeah, that's but true. It's... Um, that might be cool. Um, imaginary money. Hmm. Imaginary money. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I'm still trying to be economical. <laughs> yeah, um, of course, of course. And then what else? What else? I don't know. I think. What, what, what can you guys think of that I would buy? Is there anything? Mm, gaming stuff. <gasps> oh, I I don't know. I would buy. I would buy. That's I, what I was thinking. Of. I'd buy a really nice like instrument. Not sure exactly which one. Maybe it's probably a tuba, but I'd buy one of those. You know, I would add to my shopping list um, mm-hmm. a Formula One like racing um, like setup. Like, like, the, wait, and, like the seat that moves oh, and all that. Oh like yeah, I think I've seen wheel. those. Um, that be like cool. a like a simulator, like a room, like yeah. like a gaming room yeah. with like a. Oh yeah, I've seen. There's that like a before. room attached to your house. Yeah, <laughs> just like I, a random like. Honestly, pop-up. dude, I might just spend it on gaming because mm. I've candy, never just Candy Crush lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, because like I've never like spent a lot of money for like a gaming setup or like I never had like a, a like a PS4, PS5 uh, or like an like an Xbox. Oh. Um, so yeah, I've had a Wii and a Nintendo Switch and I have a really, I have a pretty decent computer, um, but I would definitely get like a, a multiple monitor setup like um, where I could just like, yeah, play whatever games I want, and uh, it'd be really fun, like with friends and stuff. Something I forgot to tell you was that I got the I got the new Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh, we gotta play that! Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, <laughs> I got it. It's, I'm so I've excited. It. I've been playing it with Christina. It's pretty fun. Really? It's pretty fun. Yeah. One thing that I've seen I, some YouTube videos. On yeah. It. One thing they added that I really like is that you can do bowling, but like you can do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to like bowl, sit down, and wait for the other person to go. Like you can both just go at the same time. That's good. Oh, really? And yeah. they have like obstacles on the yeah, like, yeah. the bowling yeah. alley. So That's it's pretty cool. fun. I've seen that. Um, there's also online play, which I might, I might, I might bite the bullet and and uh, and buy it yeah. just so I can do it. Beat other people. <laughs> the volleyball looks pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it's have pretty you, fun too. Have you played that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I forgot to tell you, but we'll What's, definitely play it sometime. What sports is there? Uh, okay, so there's volleyball. The badminton, bowling, soccer, uh, like I forgot exactly what it's called, but it's like swords, uh, and then also tennis. Oh wow, cool. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's a <laughs> decent amount, more than uh, the original Wii Sports, for sure, but not like. And then I think that oh, I think they're also adding golf eventually too. Oh, okay, cool. That's I can't wait to play that. It's gonna be yeah. so fun. Um. Okay, have we all kind of answered? Because I, I didn't You're really... you spend a million dollars on just video games? No. Yeah, do you, can, yeah, you can do more. You can do a lot more. Yeah, but like... What do you okay, want, man? I know, but like there's nothing like like really expensive that I've kind of like had my eye on, you know? Um, I don't know. Would, here, would you pay to have like a full-on experience at like, the, I don't know, like the Mario like 
um, Mario Land. Mario World. <laughs> Mario yeah. World. Dude, yeah. Have well, you seen those? Have you seen? Or just like meet the de- development team or something like that's that, and cool. like get to see what they do. And I think that'd be cool. Like, I think that, like, my dollars. Like when I was like really into like Call of Duty, that's something I would have definitely spent like money on, hmm. like to go and like go to their development space and like just spend a day yeah. there. To see how they made the Call of Duty zombies and like mm-hmm. how they record the campaign and maybe I would do something similar to that, but like for baseball. Baseball. I really enjoyed. I went to a baseball game the other day. I didn't. I didn't tell you guys, but I went to an Angel game. Um, it was really fun. I went with my roommate. And Wait, when um, was this? It was uh, Thursday. I went to. I went to an Angel game. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, it was really fun. I. I, I was like, dang. I wish I like knew like how it all kind of worked. Like. Uh, I wish I w- could go like into the dugout and like behind the scenes kind of, so that'd be really fun. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Um, and also like a signed like bat or baseball from like Mike Trout or somebody like on the Angels, Otani, would be really awesome as well. Yeah. Um, kind of similarly, like a signed chessboard by Magnus Carlson would be awesome. I would love that for sure. Uh, they've done like some giveaways for that that I've like signed up for, but never, never anything on that. So I would just buy Aww. it. One of these days, maybe at your wedding, you can have Magnus Carlson play chess <laughs> with you. That's right. <laughs> that would be so cool. So cool. Cool. All right. I guess that's the hypothetical segment yeah. of our podcast. Um, I mean, I think we all have like pretty cool ideas. Yeah. Our inner childs. Yeah. Coming so, out. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, but the food thing that Todd, I, I plan all my meals yeah, out. For yeah, sure. of course. Of course. No, yeah. I'll be in the middle of physics and like Todd will just pull up like an, inst- like an Instagram post of like Wagyu steak and be like, dude, look, imagine that in your mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> it looks really good. Like, but I mean, oh <laughs> and if you think about it too, like, I mean, like any meal really is not going to take that much out of a million dollars. Yeah, yeah like, that's true. Like a one thousand dollar meal right now would seem like super expensive, but if yeah. you have a million dollars, that's literally like one one thousandth of the whole money, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> quick maths, yeah. quick maths. So, uh, but wait. yeah, I would definitely do the food thing. Yeah. So transitioning into our kind of more serious topic for this uh, episode is the ideas of sacrifice, but also the motivation that comes with it, and. I think as pre-meds, um, we feel that it's common for us to feel like we have to sacrifice things. Um, one example I had is like Friday night parties, Friday night college parties, even though none of us really do party. Even I think even if we <laughs> weren't pre-meds, we probably wouldn't party too much, party really, or party too much. But, you know, opportunities like vacations or, or other things in order to do the things that we need to do in order to you know, be successful. Um, and I th- one thing I wanted to start off with was, how, like, what sacrifices have we made so far? I mean, at least I think I think this goes for both of us in a way. Um, and it's been, like, our summers. Because, mm-hmm. like, I remember, like, especially high school, like, when we were younger, like, those summers was something, like, were something, like, that we always looked forward to. Like, we'd literally hang out with friends all the time. We'd be doing what we really enjoyed to do, like, do. Like, go to the beach, like, hang out, barbecue all the time, stuff like that. And I think with college, like, it, like the maturity comes and, like, kind of, like, pri- like prioritizing uh, and just thinking ahead, really, um, to see what, what's more important now. And a lot of that came with, hey, I need to be taking, like, this class to, like, kind of help myself out in the future. Um, and, I mean, that's obviously taken away from a lot from our break, um, a lot from kind of what we were looking forward to. Um, 
And I think like in the future, we might look back and be like, hey, this was great that I did this. It freed us from time now. Or it could be the complete offset. We don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess listening, we'll have to find out. And I think that's like one big sacrifice that we're doing, I feel. Um, but I think you just have to make the most out of it. Like right now we're taking physics over the summer, which is not ideal. Um, but a lot of it comes with like meeting new people and like um, really discovering a different world, like a public university that we're not used to. Um, and I don't know. I think with those type of things, you just have to look at it like, yeah, I'm sacrificing one thing but I'm also gaining somewhere else. Um, and I think it kind of balances itself out. But clearly, I think, like, I would love to be out in the summer surfing. I would, I would love to kind of, like, be traveling with my parents and, like, family because they're going, they're going to Spain to um, visit my uncle and things like that. Like, mm -hmm. those are things I'm going to miss out on, and I'll never be able to, like, gain again. Because literally my entire family, like, my aunt, uncle, grandparents, like, they're all going to Spain, and I'm going to be the only one here, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's like one thing like th obviously those are memories are in a build that I'm not going to be a part of um, so like in the future if they're talking about it I'm like yo what's going on mm. type of thing, <laughs> you know um, so I think that's like one thing that sucks about it but you just have to suck it up and just like be like hey I'm doing this for me and as long as I'm able to make the most out of it and like in the future if I look back at it I'm not like I regret this I think it's it's worth it yeah I think I totally see it as in an investment of time exactly like i'm i'm trying to because i think either way you know wherever you're gonna get, like at any point in your life there's always gonna be a point of where you're gonna have to you know put in a lot of time and put in a lot of work and i think that you know we're doing that right now and I, I like to think that we're you know spending a lot of time right now so that way we can you know kind of have the benefits later on in our lives um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, just like short life experiences, like vacations or like trips or just, you know, being able to do whatever we want on like a summer break, I think is something that we've all kind of given up. And then also, you know, just the sort of the time, uh, like on weekends during like school, uh, it's something like a lot of times we're, you know, inside studying, you know, for like the next test or just doing homework in preparation for something else. Yeah, and that's something that we, you know, have given up because a lot, of, you know, a lot of college students will spend the weekends or like Fridays or Thursdays even, like Thursdays, Fridays or Saturdays, you know, having like being with other people, partying stuff like that, but you know, that's something that we kind of choose to uh to sacrifice. I mean, I think it's definitely possible to to do both. Like to do yeah. both, but at the same time I think like when you do choose to do both, it just kind of like makes it harder in the future because like all the things you didn't do now, like you have to do it in the future eventually. Yeah. So I think it's just like what you kind of prioritize. And I think like my reasoning behind it, behind it to why like I'd rather do it now than later is I think like every year you add on to what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. And I just see myself being busier in the future and doing more like bigger things, I guess, with than what I'm doing now. So I'd rather get all like kind of like use up my time now wisely and just have more time for other things later that I know will benefit me. Yeah, like kind of what Todd was saying, there's a point in your life where like you, you have to work really, really hard to, to get where you want to be. Uh, and for, for us um, aspiring med students, it doesn't end quite as soon as I think we might want it to. But there is a time where the sacrifices will not need to be made as much um and, yeah, and we'll be able to hopefully yeah there, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> there will be i mean once we're in a profession we'll be able to have time for family events and stuff um and and things that we might uh miss out on 
Uh, but let's see. Uh, I guess a sacrifice that I made um, going into pre-med was uh, kind of... I used to do this thing with my friends, um, my uh, friends from high school. We would go on every Friday night, uh, go on Discord and play mm. Jackbox. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, yeah. I, I totally... I get that. No, I, I definitely video games with friends at night. Yeah. It's something that I have I to like kind of give up. I mean, like Mo and I, we used to play Warzone like all the time, uh, but now we, now we don't as much. Yeah. We haven't in like probably like two semesters now. Yeah. I, I'm looking to, to kind of get yeah. back into that um, over the summer, uh, hop on with my old from hi- friends from high school a lot more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole year, I, I went like an entire year without playing anything with my with my old friends and i i felt really bad about it um coming back on like the other day i was like saying hi they're like oh my gosh you're here <laughs> where have you been and i was like yeah guys i've, I've been busy i've been you know pre-med whatever check out my podcast whatever <laughs> <laughs> nice the advertising yeah of course <laughs> cool. uh but yeah we, we're definitely gonna get back into that but that was a that was a sacrifice that i was because that that time with my friends was definitely uh, a little bit more meaningful to me mm-hmm. um it was tough to because you know when i moved out here i didn't bring my pc because i knew it would just be a distraction and i, I was definitely <coughs> right about that to not uh, to not bring my pc out here instead um, he brought his wii <laughs> i brought my switch uh but <laughs> no my switch is not not nearly as much of a distraction i mean i i play with friends sometimes but not not quite as much um but yeah, uh, I'd say uh, I'd say that's my biggest one of my biggest sacrifices. Definitely like coming home for some uh, some events, uh, some weekends. I wish I could do more of that. Like uh, I missed out on a couple church things. <laughs> not not super big deals, but um, definitely there were some sacrifices having to stay stay uh, at college and study for uh, many mm. weekends. Yeah. So then the next question I think that naturally follows is, is this right? You know, is there, you know, should we be making sacrifices like of our lives while, especially while we're young um, in in return for like our career? I I think one thing that I've definitely heard a lot is people saying that when you become pre-med or you be, yeah, when you become pre-med, you, you're basically, you're trading out like your whole twenties. Right. And that's something that, some people criticize being like people like like us people like us <laughs> on i guess um what do you guys think about this though i understand where people come mm-hmm. like from that perspective of it like clearly like but for me at least like i've never been the type of person to like or i have in high school but like now like partying and things like that is definitely not something like i enjoy i felt like i did that in high school just because like everyone was doing it and i felt like Wait, I so you it. enjoy you said you don't enjoy it. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. Now? But, oh. like, in high school, I, I felt like I just went to parties and things like that because, like, all my friends did, and I felt like I needed to. Mm. But, like, looking back at it, like, I never really, like, enjoyed it as much. Like, I enjoyed, like, the times where, like, we didn't, like, barbecues and things like that a lot more. That's kind of, like, my preference. Um, and I feel like when people say, like, you're missing out in your 20s, that's kind of what they're, like, hinting at. It's like, oh, like, the parties, like, going out, things like that. But, like, for me, that's I, I feel like that's not something I would care much about missing out on. Um, the things that I care more about is like the barbecues and like I keep on saying that, right? But I think I care more about like me- like memorable moments than like just going out and like getting wasted for a night or something like that and not remembering it. Um, and and that's like the reason where I feel like 
the sacrifices I'm making now um, are kind of worth it just because like I'm not missing out on much, right? Because I feel like even if I wasn't doing these things, I wouldn't be doing the other things I'm quote unquote m- missing out on, mm-hmm. you know? And for that reason, I don't, I don't think personally I'm missing out, but other people might enjoy partying. They might enjoy going out with their friends and things like that to those type of like events. And I think at that point, that's where you have to kind of weigh it out. Like, hey, would I rather be doing this or would I rather be doing this with my time? Yeah. And that's where like it goes. It varies person to person. Yeah, I think yeah. I've always been a very forward or a very long term thinker. Yeah. Uh, e- even when I was young, even in high school. Uh, I mean, I literally like thought about what I wanted to do with my life as a sophomore in high school. And I, <laughs> so it's like I've always kind of been this way. And I definitely agree. I feel like what you know is a, what a main driving thing for me is the idea of, you know, I'm going to do this now. So that way, like, it'll pay off later on in my life. That way, you know, I can do things like I can provide for the ones that I love, take care of the ones that I love uh, in the future, too. Um, but basically, I think I think that to an extent it is right. You know, I think that y- you there's always a balance of, of things. There's always like a push and pull. And I think that it is OK to make sacrifices um, for, you know, the future no I matter think, what you do i feel like you're making yeah no matter what you do whether you're not you're mm-hmm. pre-med i feel like you know there's always something you you can do at that moment like i could always i could go out like today tomorrow i could go out every day right but then that you know the trade-off would be that i might not be able to as much when i'm older right and so the, what i kind of try to think of is that again investment of time that i'm doing this now so that way you know I, it'll pay off later on and i can have this time you know later on too i definitely agree with that it's it's better to spend more time now uh when when we're young and we have energy um than when we're older and we might want to focus on other things like having a family or um or we might not have the energy i know that um we definitely we might not be able to like keep this up for uh even into our 30s um I mean, we'll we'll all be physicians. Not pre-med will be there. Yeah, we'll we'll still be here. We'll still yeah, be pre-med. Yeah, that's true. We'll yeah, be sure. in the hospital. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but I I agree with the the time investment in this early stage of our lives. Um, it makes way more sense when we're thinking long term, and that's a big reason why I'm pre-med at all is because uh, I really wanted to use this time to the best of my ability. Um, in order to prepare for the future. Um, in terms of partying and sacrifices, um, I agree with Mo a lot that I'm not the type of person that would, you know, enjoy partying more than more of like an intellectual gathering, <laughs> you know? Like, I, I'm fine. <laughs> like, you an know... intellectual gathering. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a school thing. I, like a hang, like just hang out with a small exactly. group Exactly, yeah, like a school like event whatever like a chess club event like i i prefer that way more than things you can look back at and really remember exactly yeah i agree exactly you know so i i'm using my time not just like wisely but also in the way that i feel like i would enjoy yeah and i just want to kind of add on to that too it's it's not like we're throwing out all of our personal lives just for this uh, it might totally seem that way, but that's that's totally not how it is. At least for me, I feel like I, I do try to spend a lot of time, you know, doing things that I want to do, you know, and having those meaningful moments with smaller groups of people, um, rather than, you know, 
what might be considered traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I definitely think we're. It, it depends on your person, of course, and it, it depends on if you if you feel like you can you're up for it, um, or uh, you just prefer like hang out with friends a lot more, and uh, you need you need much more of a balance, uh, and that's fine, but. I think we're all pretty happy with our our balance. It's not it's not like we never hang out outside of outside of class. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, and I feel like what would I be doing if I wasn't like working really hard for pre med? I think I would be doing stuff that would not be productive, like gaming or whatever, you know. Yeah. And that's just not. I I want to not be lazy. I want to be active. Yeah, I mean, something that I think about a lot is that like. You know, I can either do work right now, or I'm probably just gonna sit around. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. I might, what as, I might be doing? as well. You know. Yeah. Uh, but that that goes in a little bit of motivation, which we'll talk about in just a quick second. But uh, one thing that I thought about, we should talk about for people who are thinking about going into pre med or who are preparing to go into pre med. You know, is there a certain amount of sacrifice someone should be considering uh, when they are thinking about being pre med? I think a lot of the sacrifice, like the extent of sacrifice, comes with or- organizing your schedule, right? Because if you're just throwing things in there like day by day, I think that's where you're sacrificing more than you need to. But if you're being organized and very wise with your time and the things you're doing um, and finding meaning behind the things you're doing, I think that's where it becomes, um, like, I guess, like, better. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, right? Like, yeah, like, like it... You get you make it more meaningful, meaningful to yourself, yeah. then it you get more out of it. Exactly. So um, I think that's where like the line comes into is um, like the more organized you are, the more meaningful these things that you're doing are. The further away you are from that, like from crossing that line where it's like too much sacrifice, right? Um, yeah, I think that's like my input on it. Um, yeah. And. Like, for certain sacrifice, I think if, like, as long as you're able to look back at it and be, like, no regrets type thing, I think, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, work smarter, not harder, guys. (laughs) Um, But I I totally, yeah, I totally agree. Um, Being able to do things that you like, you know, so that way it's not just work, but it's also something that, you know, that you're gaining gaining out of it. Yeah, and that you're, you know, you're learning and you're developing from Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and think about your, uh, the time, how the time will be spent um, if you weren't, uh, in pre-med, would you be working towards another goal or would you be kind of chillaxing? And chillaxing, <laughs> chillaxing. Is, yeah, chillaxing is fine too, but yeah. it's not, you know, it, it all is about, uh, it goes back to um, time management and uh, time investment. Uh, you're investing time now or, or later, you know, what do you want to do? Or do you just, you know, or do you want to like invest a kind of a medium amount of time throughout? I don't know. Uh, whatever, floats your boat i guess so yeah but coming back to the question i think that there is a certain amount of sacrifice that people should prepare for or that pre-meds should prepare for i mean obviously you know with the amount of even just being a stem major you're already gonna have to you know sacrifice some time just by how how rigorous the class can be um i think that there's a decent amount of preparing that people should do um, but also preparing just understanding how to budget their time and to uh know how to like you know when to spend time with uh friends and family too and like one thing because like we're talking about preparing for like the amount of sacrifice we'll be doing in like college and i think like 
one thing I've noticed, especially like with a lot of the like volu- like the we call them the white shirt volunteers at, Kai- at Kaiser, is I mean a lot of them are high schoolers, right? Um, and I was talking to this uh, one one lady uh, or this one girl, and then basically she was telling me like all these things she's doing as a junior in high school, and like I understand like you want to prepare for college, you want to do the best you can to get in whatever college you want to, right? But at the same time, I feel like that's the time to like, really enjoy time, like enjoy your time, like have fun during your summers. Like you don't need to be mm-hmm. taking classes during your high school summers, in, and at least in my opinion, it's like you're still young, you're still trying to figure things out, you know. Um, and like no matter what college you get into, like I think you'll figure it out. Yeah, there's like, always going to be a path. Exactly. Yeah, I agree, Mo. Like, and and we got to take into consideration like just because it was, like our kind of route or path doesn't mean it's like the wrong one if you if you want to work really hard in in junior year of high school uh so that you save more time for later that's that's great and it's not recommended by most people you know but uh there are multiple paths to victory so and the thing is like one thing like when i look at the sacrifices i'm doing now when i look back like one of the things that gets me through it is like i look back and i'm like okay I, i did all these things that people are doing now right and like I feel like I'm not really missing out on that much, mm-hmm. right? So like having done all those things I did in high school, like I went to parties, all those things, right? Um, and like it's just I, I really don't feel like I'm sacrificing as much as I would be if I if I took classes during my summers and things like that in high school. So I, I mean, one thing I would say just like really live up your high school, enjoy it, like make good connections, friendships, um, and. If there's something you really want to do, whether it's skydiving or going somewhere, do your best to do it then. <laughs> um, so then in high school, it's not really something um, like you regret not doing. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that if you, wanna, if you want to work hard in high school and you want to get into the best possible college, if you want to get into an Ivy League, by all means, you know, do it. You know, do, do the things that you want to do um, because, you know, everyone has their own wants and their own needs. And I think that people should just feel free to do things that they want like if you want to work hard then then yeah go for it you know i'm not gonna say oh don't work hard in high school if you want to (laughs) um but i think that one thing i did in high school that i really am grateful that i did is was just developing a sense of self uh developing some sort like then an identity you know who i am i think that that has definitely uh helped me out a lot even if i you know didn't work academically as hard as i do now that's still something that i look back on that i'm grateful that i did yeah, same. And I, I really enjoyed being able to, to have time to, like, participate in all these clubs and theater and uh, sports and whatever in high school. So there's definitely a time for that. And, uh, yeah, so I think... I, I mean, I really yeah, like what Todd good mentioned um, about, like, kind of making an identity of yourself. Because especially if you really want to get into, like, an Ivy League and things like that, like, so many people apply that have, like, perfect GPAs, like, all A's and all their AP classes and things like that. But at the end of the day, like, not all of them get accepted, right? Like, someone who maybe has, like, a 3.8 GPA, like, like 4.0 instead of that close to 5.0 GPA in high school might get accepted, you know, Um, instead of having that perfect transcript. And I think a lot of that has to do with the identity that you build, uh, right? Because, like, if you're just like, it's, I mean, that goes for anything, whether it's med school or going into college. Yeah. If you're not able to show who you are and what type of, what, what you're bringing to the school that someone else like can't bring, I, like why should they accept you? Like they have so many other applicants that are four point, like perfect scores, transcripts and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're, if you're just like that and you don't have an identity to yourself, 
that differentiates you. You're just like that other applicant. Yeah. Right. And that yeah, it comes across in your essays, of course, um, and your uh, letter of recommendations. Uh, I'd say uh, those are very, very important in, in high school. Build uh, relationships. Build relationships and uh, make sure you you do things that will that will participate in creating kind of a narrative for yourself um, so that you can have something to write about in your narrative essays. Narrative to your values. Yeah, and to your values and connect things in your life. Um, what led you there and um, what's the kind of person you want to be in the world. Um, those are things to think about in high school. So, uh, And I guess yeah. uh, going back to sacrifices a little bit, take some time to really um, like hone in on, on who you are. Uh, you, you, it's okay to like um, really take a lot of time for these essays, uh, for these college essays to like, really make sure you're saying all that you are and all that you want to be. Yeah. And even just kind of, you know, I'd go as far as to just add that, you know, outside of school, just we're people, you know, exactly. We want to, you know, at least like us, like we want to be, you know, developed people. We want to be able to understand to, you know, get something out of our lives, even if it's just outside of school, you know, being more than just, you know, an average person, you know, being able to, relate to other people, to understand people on an emotional level, on a deeper level. You know, like we want to be able to build relationships with people, you know, to understand them and to, you know, get the most out of, you know, just experiences, you know, throughout our, you know, our lives, our finite lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think with a lot of these motivations, um, or a lot, with a lot of these sacrifices, <laughs> comes motivations, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're not just going to sacrifice something for no reason. Like you have to be motivated in some sense. Um, so like, why, why do we make these sacrifices and how does motivation overcome sacrifice? Yeah, I think definitely someone who might be listening right now is is thinking, you know, why, like, this is so scary, man. How am I going to do all this? How am I going to make all this sacrifice? But with every sacrifice behind it is motivation. Exactly. And I, I, what do you you have? No, I was going to add to what you were saying. Continue. Um, but I was going to just say, talk about like, you know, what you asked about like motivation. So do you have. And, and like, yeah, I feel like the sacrifice, right? Like, um, a lot of it is overwhelming. Like, even as undergrads, when we talk to med students, right? We're like, wow, they did all those things. Like, they sacrificed so much. Like, it's it's kind of overwhelming at times. Um, and, like, recently I felt that way when I looked at uh, a med school student's, like, CV. It was nine pages long. And I was just like, <laughs> like, what? And I read through it. And nice. all the things that he's done, it's just, like, so crazy to me. But at the same time, like, he's had a different life. Um, and his motivations are going to be different than ours. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think the motivations comes at looking at my goals in the future and what I'm trying to achieve. Um, whenever I feel like I don't like, for example, physics, like no one wants to be taking physics in the summer. Right. And like, I'd rather be traveling and things like that. But I kind of remind myself like, hey, like 10, 12 years down the line, I'm going to be like that one med student who I re- like whose CV I read, you know, and like. I envy that now. Like, I really want to be in that position where I'm in med school and I'm doing all those things, you know, like doing my rotations, learning about medicine. Um, and I think that's one, like, one source of motivation. And the other, like, for me at least, is family. Like, I know that I'm kind of, like, paving the path in college because, like, I'm the first, like, kid in my family to go to college. Like, my parents never went to high school. They just, like, dropped out um, in middle school. And wow. so... 
um, like knowing that I'm gonna be the first and I'm kind of like opening new doors for my family and like my siblings. Um, I think that just like means a lot to me personally. So it just, it makes it really worth it. And it just like pushes me to just like do this. I'm like, hey, this is not only for me, but it's also like for other people that I care about. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's really great motivation. I like that you're taking that kind of uh, envy of meds, people who've already made it into med school and using that to, to really motivate yourself. That's, that's really interesting. Um, I, I, I think that's a, a really great motive, uh, like way of motivating, but I guess um, my motivation is, I guess is two things. One is like my past um, uh, with, you know, being in the hospital setting in like meeting so many people and so many, uh, so many friends within the medical field. Uh, I feel like that all is kind of culminated in, into my motivation to go to med school. Um, and certain experiences here and there, like kind of way down on my mind, like, uh, certain people that I've met, like my, um, my doctors at, uh, the city of hope, um, Dr. Ewing and, um, them and like it really uh like what they've told me about my bleeding disorder and their presence in my life really helps me like um focus on on my goal and of becoming a doctor um another thing is uh seeing people around me um really trying hard also motivates me uh i'd say a big part of why i came to chapman uh, is because of the small small community, and I felt like people would be active in their classes, and I felt p- like people would be um, motivated to to accomplish great things in life, and that motivation rubs off on you. Uh, I'd say uh, definitely if you're if you're in high school, if you're looking for something like that, it it so helps to have people around you having the s- similar goals or just similar. Uh, strategy similar motivations as you and um that has helped me so much you guys don't even know i feel like i was a very lazy person before um not very lazy but like (laughs) okay i felt like i was his friends are listening to this right now (laughs) yeah i felt like i was pretty lazy like um like over covid uh and but coming here and meeting so many people meeting you guys uh and um really being able to like participate in every activity that I wanted to, uh, it has been, uh, very motivating for me. So keep people in your life that will motivate you. Yeah. Friend groups are definitely a big one. Friend groups. Um, for me, one thing that I would really talk about is the idea of like opportunity. You know, I feel very uh, grateful that I have, been given these opportunities, you know, to help in other students' education, to be a mentor for other students, and also to do things like do brain research. I feel like I've been given, you know, I've been put in this position where I am able to do something great. And I feel like, you know, since I have these resources, that I have these opportunities, that I want to do the most that I can and to really contribute everything that I can to do this because, you know, it, it's, you know, it's, it's rare, you know, it's not every day that you get something, get an opportunity like this. And I think that having these things is um, something that I, that really motivates me you know, to, to really put my all into it and to really get the most out of it. Um, and 
to do the most for it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what, what advice would you guys have for, I've kind of already said uh, something about that uh, advice for someone feeling unmotivated. Um, I talked about surround yourself with people that would keep you motivated, but is there any other advice you could give somebody that may feel a little bit lazy? I think like the way I think about it is if you're worried about not being motivated about something, right. Then that just sh- I think that's like the first step of realizing like part of you cares about that something because like you're worried about being unmotivated to accomplish it. Um, and for that, I would say the first thing is just to reflect on what might, like what you think is causing that like lack of motivation, um, whether it's the friend group that you're a part of. Because I remember in high school, like my friends like had completely different like um, kind of like goals than I did, right? Like they want like some of them like had family who already has have a business, right? So they knew they were set up after like high school. They didn't need to go to college, so their motivations were not in college, right? And that's totally fine. Like that's that's their life. That's their life goals. Uh, but mine, like I knew I kind of had to go to college. So I think a big one is finding the right group of people that will push you to do the things that you care about. Um, like yeah, you could totally keep that friend group who are don't don't align with your goals, right? It's good to have a diverse like range of friends but like you i feel like you need to have like a group of friends who are motivated to accomplish similar goals as you are because i think that's that's when you start um like bouncing ideas that's where you start pushing each other to do things um when you can't figure something out that's when a friend steps in like hey like let me help you out with this um and i think that's like one of the things that have helped me be successful in college is having those different friend groups that like align with my different goals um and uh, it's always been something like whenever I, str- I struggle with something, I could always like have someone there to kind of like help me, like steer back into the right direction. Um, so that's definitely something I would say is a start. And second thing is if you really can't find like wh- like th- what's be- like what's causing that lack of motivation, I think it's it's a good time to really brainstorm what you enjoy doing and what you want to change in the world. Um, whether it's a small, tiny thing or a big thing, and then build off of that. Like, hey, what is the first step I could do to put me in the right direction Mm -hmm. to accomplish that? When you achieve that goal, then brainstorm again. And just kind of, like, build these little, like, checkpoints. Yeah, so set set smaller goals for yourself to work towards, like, your larger dream, yeah. And we we saw that with our GCI project, Mm -hmm. right? We we started off with, like, this big Alzheimer's, like, trying to bypass the blood-brain barrier and things like that. And we quickly realized, like, hey, this is, like, a PhD-level, like, research type thing that we can't accomplish. And slowly we started, like, minimizing those goals into smaller things until we we literally broke it down to such a small part of what we originally wanted to do, which was simply synthesizing the the nanoparticles. Mm -hmm. We didn't even synthesize the nanoparticles. We, We... built something that does that yeah and that just like it's so much smaller but it has an impact Mm -hmm. on what we wanted to do um and i think that helps a lot and it helps you narrow down what you're trying to accomplish and it helps with like kind of that feeling of being overwhelmed um and i think the the less overwhelmed you feel in a way it helps you get motivated because that one thing you're trying to accomplish is within reach um you no longer feel like you're lost like anymore and the more you accomplish, it becomes like a domino effect. Like, hey, I accomplished this and this and this and this, and it just builds on itself. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's good advice. 
for me, I would say that if someone's feeling particularly uninspired or unmotivated, uh, to just just try things. You know, if you have any interest in anything whatsoever, just get involved in it. You know, try it. You know, do do something that maybe you didn't expect yourself to like. Because for me, I feel like what a main motivator is is the fact that I really, really love the things that I do. And because I really enjoy them, I love doing them, that makes me, you know, want to do them more. Um, whether that be something that's academic or that's non-academic, I just feel that, you know, when you love something, it makes you inherently want to spend more time on it and to, to do more, to get, to do the most for it. Um, so, yeah, just if you have any interest at all, if you just, you know, want to go for a day, to go, go to one club meeting or just or something like that, just try something, you know, until you find something that you know hey this is pretty cool and i want to kind of take a deeper delve into this um, just keep doing that until you find you know something that is for you because i think that there's definitely something out there for someone there's definitely at least one thing out there for everyone is what i meant to say and like just to add on to what you said like i know like victor our our boss for the first aid team he said like get involved in things but it's one thing to get involved in 20 different things right that like you care about obviously because you're involved in them but it's another thing to get involved in five things that you really care about and make an impact on those five things. Because when you're impacting something and like putting your like character into it, then it becomes more meaningful to you. And that's how like you build motivation to like just kind of push that thing forwards. I don't know. That's just something yeah. Yeah. I always think about. For I, sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, and in getting involved in those things, uh, like, smaller things more isolated things that you can put more time into involves sacrifice as well um s to have motivation uh you need to ha make sacrifices in order to build motivation i think that's what this episode has been kind of all about um what else do we have um yeah well like one thing one last little thing to kind of just wrap things up i think would be to just talk about how we are pretty long-term thinkers i think most pre-meds are yeah, i feel like you kind of you kind of have to be uh because to <laughs> to plan yeah. out your life for like 12 15 yeah, years 12, ahead years, yeah. uh but you know how is this careful planning and stuff like how has this helped us uh just i, I guess i can go first just for me i i, I feel like being a long-term thinker has helped me you know stay motivated because i'm thinking you know dang I mean, maybe i'm not doing this right now but one day i think if I keep working hard like this, then then I'll have, you know, something that I want or something that, you know, this life that I, you know, dream about. What about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I totally agree with you. Like, I think as a, like, as looking like I mean, our career paths are like super long, right? Like, it takes so much to achieve it, and I think you need to look at like, just the light at the end of the tunnel, um, and you really have to enjoy every step of it and you you really need to think about like w every ch like checkpoint of that like path like what you're like achieving um whether it's building your character or like your your personal relationship things like that um and just kind of like really reflecting on those things and making sure that you're you're gaining out of it because if you don't like just a human mind right if like you don't see any gain then you don't feel the need to really like keep on pursuing that one thing um and just making sure that, like, you're always reminding yourself of those goals is really important. Um, I don't know. I, 
like that's one thing that's always motivated me to keep on doing what I'm doing uh, because you see a lot of, like I see, I see a lot of my friends out of high school who are working with their family members or like starting their own businesses and things like that and they're super successful that's great for them right um, and I mean like they're clearly working hard but they're working hard in a different way than I am mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes I think like just the way the, the human mind is is like you see someone else like not going to school like not having to study all the time like they're able to party all the time things like that right and they're making millions and millions of dollars right but then like like you, my motivation is completely different like it's not mm-hmm. like like obviously yeah i want to have a good life like a sustainable life but i also like want to make sure that i'm able to help people and like do all those different things and have an impact on my child like my where i came from my childhood you know yeah um so that, i think those are important and just kind of like making sure you're able to differentiate between other people's goals and yourself um and i think that's where the, lo- the long-term kind of like necessity is uh or comes in yeah and you want it to be your own uh yeah. you want it to be your own work uh, that you've done and that's that's how you uh, you have to take the steps along the way towards that long-term achievement um, and I'd say for me I would just like have kind of like little flashes little visions of like myself in in certain roles like as a physician as a hematologist whatever um, and I you know I kind of think about that and really consider what I need to do in order to get there. It's about having a dream and setting little goals along the path, like we talked about. Uh, that's really what helps m- with motivation, um, time management, et cetera. That's, uh, that's really, I think, what we've talked about today. It really helps out with like motivation and stuff like that. So um, I'd say if you're, if you're trying to be a long-term thinker and you're trying to be th- pre-med, uh, really try to see yourself in that role Mm-hmm. Make sure you yeah. it's what you want, and then set goals along the path to get there. How are you going to be that person mm-hmm. 10 years down yeah. the line? And, I mean, like, one thing I also want to, like, touch up on is, like, being a long-term kind of thinker is also somewhat dangerous because you don't know what, like, six years from now is going to look like. What if, like, something, like, a big life event happens where it sets you back two, three years, you know? And I think that's something you kind of have to think about. And the reason I'm saying this is I actually saw like a TikTok of someone who graduated, who was pre-med, and actually at their graduation party, they slipped on the pool pool deck and then like broke like their spine um, and they're paralyzed now. Um, and like they've been, they I think they worked on like, um, like walking again, learning how to speak and things like that. And they showed their entire story and uh-huh. it literally took them six years to get back on the path that they're, they're, they were trying to achieve. I mean, that's like a really inspirational story, right? And it's like, impossible unless they saw themselves. Exactly. And that's that, that was the motivation behind it. It's impossible yeah. to do something like that. Like, imagine, like, learning how to walk again at the age of 23, learning yeah. how to eat again, how to talk again, all those things, especially when she was already accepted into med school. Like, she thought, like, her life goals were going to achieve be achieved in the next four years, five years. Uh, I mean, those are crazy things that you can't really, like, anticipate, right? And that's really important, and that's where motivation comes in. Like, you really want, like, that That needs to be, like, what your eyes are on. Like, every step of the way. Like, hey, like, yeah, you have your, those small, like, checkpoints, but at the end of the day, like, you go to sleep and be like, hey, I want to be that person 15 years down the line. 
And if it's not 15 years down the line, whether it's 20 years, 23 years down the line, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to stay motivated to achieve it. And every person has a different path to that. Yep. So that's about all the time that we have for this episode. Do you guys have anything you'd like to add before we wrap it up? Most prima thing to say. I did last episode, so one of you guys has <laughs> to take over. Oh, man, I don't have one. I was gonna. Th- I was thinking about something with, like, motivation. I don't know. Oh, man, I'm so tired today. All I'm going to do is five hours of research, all of my Oakham homework, uh, <laughs> Like, <laughs> go volunteer at the hospital for 30 hours and then write my grant right that's after. incredible motivation right there <laughs> basically i feel like we just sometimes when we feel really really tired and you just we keep still going. yeah we still have to and just keep kind of chugging going. along yeah You're, it's, it's been a long day and you have to come home and study for that big test or do yeah. the piece of homework and it just it adds on but <laughs> so it, you know, eventually becomes worth it so oh yeah hopefully hopefully other people say that uh not maybe not exactly but you know, or like I'd rather the, do the, the barbecues idea. instead of the parties. Yeah, like small things like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in the summer. thanks everybody for listening. Uh, make sure that you follow us on our social media at Theory Premed. Hopefully, we'll have more content coming out soon on different platforms. If we do, we will let you know. And just know that Always. episodes air every Tuesday at eight a.m. Uh, or more not, more not, not, not air, <laughs> but they're live. Get released on yeah. uh, Spotify. And Apple Podcasts, Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Check it out. Um, Thank you, guys. all have a wonderful week. Hope you have a great summer if you're doing that. I know UCI students are still suffering in the last, like, month of school, so that's going to be fun for them. (laughs) But I think that concludes our episode today. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.